So today, we're going to talk about a pretty simple concept, or pattern, let's say, that manifests itself in people's lives in a really complicated, seemingly complicated fashion. So, um, I was talking to a client about some feelings they were having of insecurity and the feelings were a result of a situation they're engaged in with a person who is unavailable to them in the way that they'd like them to be now what happens when we relate to an unavailable person is that innately that relationship doesn't have security in it And so what can tend to happen is the consequence of the choice of continuing a relationship with that person will result in naturally insecure circumstances. Those insecure circumstances will then translate to feeling of insecurity in the individual choosing to engage in that type of relationship. Now, the ego is really sneaky, right? It will take the consequences of your choices and it will make up stories about what those consequences mean about you. So the consequences in this example is insecurity, the person feeling insecure, right? And the reality of the insecurity is that it is a result of being in an insecure relationship. But the ego will start making it about worth. It'll start making it about... um, you're not good enough, or if you just did more of this, or you just need to fix this part in you and then you'll be secure, or yada, yada, yada. When in fact, it's actually just the logical outcome of the things that you're engaging with. And that's important because the amount of suffering seen in most is actually a result of the ego stories, not of the reality of what that person is choosing to engage with. And obviously this doesn't apply to absolutely everything, but I I can see it apply to almost everything that causes somebody to actively suffer past an event happening. Um, so that kind of brings me to talking about the difference between like grief and suffering, where grief is like the the psychosomatic, like the body experience of change and death and letting go and uh, losing and that kind of thing it doesn't have a story around it it's just like the physical sensational experience of it in your body and suffering is the like prolonged practice of these sensations and of this general state of being by attaching some form of story to those sensations and then having that story mean something about you that you can then practice and practice and practice by ruminating on it over and over and over again and that is actually what i would call suffering um i think i'm gonna leave it at that actually this is a pretty straightforward um and a complicated little snippet but i think that it's an important lesson on being able to sit down and really look at the things that you're choosing And then what the consequences of those things are, good and bad. And then finding all the ways that you've made those consequences mean something about you. That you now let run your life or let um, let them cause you suffering.
There are other ways around it. And that typically involves the practice of clarity and then rechoosing the thing that you've chosen. Mm, you know what? I'm going to go into this a little bit. <clears throat> um, sometimes when we are faced with the consequences of a choice and we don't like the consequences of a risk we took or a decision we made, um, we can look at the past version of us that decided to engage with that choice and we can kind of like split off from them we divide from them and we judge them and that allows us to separate ourselves from the person who made a decision that led us to suffer right even if it's you and a different version of you and so a lot of time freedom can come from looking at that version of you and really owning the choices that that version of you made and really realizing that like you'd make them again even if now that you know the consequences you realize that you would prefer a different outcome <clears throat> when you've done this, there's a lot more space to then look at the people around you or the people or the things um, involved and have a lot more compassion for their stance as well. And you've heard forgiveness will set you free. And this is a very visceral practice. And I think you can find it when you begin to separate the practice of grief to the practice of suffering and you start choosing to suffer less by not entertaining the stories around the physical pain in your body for as long as you may have in the past. Because entertaining those stories that the ego is telling you is usually done in order to quote-unquote protect you from repeating the mistakes in the future. But at the end of the day, if you really truly feel the consequence physically in your body instead of in your mind, next time that this appears to you in the world, your body's the one that's going to remind you. Your body's the one that's going to communicate, hey, we're actually not doing this again, versus your ego story around whatever it's made it mean about you or about the people in your life or about the things in your life. All right. Well, until next time, have a good day. I have started doing a meditation series that you can access through the podcast as well. Eventually, there's going to be a mini membership around it. Um, and that'll be coming um, pretty consistently every few days, every few weeks, depending on what feels right. And at the end of this month, it is April, I'm going to be doing a workshop on intergenerational trauma with my beautiful friend Sasha. And this should be really fucking interesting. Uh, what this will be touching on is inherited trauma. So trauma that you might have inherited from your mother, your grandmother, grandfather, like maybe you didn't even meet them and it's still imprinted in you. Uh, just going to break it down, talk about our personal experiences with it and different things that you might be able to do in order to explore and integrate some, some inherited things. Anyway, I hope you're having a good day and love you all.